Welcome to the Scream Sisters podcast, women who love horror. We're all just misfits and us. We're running around the city at night, underneath the city lights, oh yeah. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. But we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hi, this is Misty, and we have a new episode of the Scream Sisters, and this is our second episode with the Dorkening Network, and I am drinking Deadly Grounds coffee, <laughs> so that's our, our new sponsor, it's, uh, I forgot the slogan, but boom, um, but I, I think it's great to be deadly, but um, I love their coffee, it's pretty awesome. Uh, then I then I would absolutely like to have some because as a coffee enthusiast, I need to give them my expert opinion on the coffee. Yes. <laughs> oh, deadly, deadlygrounds.com. They have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they make great coffee. Um, deadly grounds. They make all different kinds of flavors. I love their pumpkin. Oh my god, their pumpkin's so good. But we have a special show. I have my. Cohort and crime requiem, my yes. vampire specialist. Yes. <laughs> and we have a special show tonight. We have the lead actor and director, Ryan Barton Grim Grimley. Am I yeah. pr- pronouncing it directly? Yeah, Ryan from, Barton Grimley. From the movie Hawk and and Rev Vampire Slayers, which is coming out on on demand and DVD and all your your VOD sources on March sixteenth. Next I week. Gotta, yeah, Ooh. next week. Yeah, wow. You mean St. Patty's Day's next week too? It is. Whoa, holy shit. Monday, St. Patty's. <laughs> you can watch Hawk and Rev with a hangover. I don't know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even get any corn beef yet. Oh, oh man. Uh, gotta find some green beer someplace. Oh wow. Well, thank oh. you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Um, Hawken Hawken and Ray Vampire Slayers is kind of like um a love love song to the 80s like very like lost boys style i mean sort of but like very very love songy to the 80s films and i i really enjoyed it i thought it was a fun movie i mean it's a you know kind of just like great horror comedy which is something i enjoy yeah 
and um it's just not a lot of it out there it's so sad it's my favorite genre i know I, I i keep looking for more and whenever i find it you know it's like i i i kind of like snatch it up and i'm like yeah horror comedy come on bring it on you know it's like i watch it and then it's like okay give me more give me more and it's like then you know it's like I'm right. I've been writing a couple screenplays to some horror comedies, but I, I'm kind of the idea person. And it's like execution is so bad. What do you think, Rick? What do you think, Requiem? Are you a big horror comedy fan? Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember one of the first horror comedies I watched was, um, was Dead Alive. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. Of blood. <laughs> oh. I just watched it. Yeah. The other uh, uh, last week I watched it. I had a friend staying with me for a couple of days, and we it was great because we got to watch like a bunch of horror movies. So we got to watch that, and yeah. it just you know brings back old memories. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the old the old Peter Jackson days, right? I mean that. Guy, yeah. Wow. I'm a huge Peter Jackson fan. I'm a, I'm a gigantic Lord of the Rings fan, and I didn't know that he had directed that until later after i'd actually seen lord of the rings and i've seen it yes me too oh my god really (laughs) i didn't like his other two horror movies so much like i was actually i don't know if i should say this but i was high and i want and i started watching meet the feebles (laughs) i've never done that ever (laughs) i watched meet the feebles and it scared me i was like i could watch it yeah 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 (laughs) I couldn't watch it. And... I love his gore. It's so funny yeah. and over the top. It's amazing. Yeah. Bad taste, I I don't, didn't really like that much, but I can't, like, I watched it once and I was like, okay, that that's cool. I got to watch it actually on a big screen. Um, they used to do, I live, I live in Boston, and they did a, something called Festival of Flesh, which was amazing. Awesome. This guy, Jay Cannibal, did, who used to just, you know, he's actually a mortician. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. Like, he kind of disappeared. But yeah. I the hope not, because I had, like, a mad crush on this man. Uh. But, <laughs> but he he did it, like, every year in Boston. Like, I think the last time he did it was, like, about six years ago. And he showed he used to show, like, cult movies, and he showed Bad Taste one year. And it was just, I was just watching this, my and I brought my friend who had, like, never seen anything like that. And, like, the first year we went, we show, we saw Reanimator, which I had seen, of course. But yeah. she was just yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> she had never seen it. She liked it, but she was just like, this is the weirdest movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's an awesome yes. movie. Reanimator is on my, oh, like, on my top ten. Yeah. All right. So Hawk and Rev. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, we have to start with a question first, though. Okay. This is something we ask every one of our guests. Yes. What is your favorite scary movie? I mean, there are so many. There are I just know. so many. I one, know. One of my favorites, I I I really, really love. High Tension, that French uh, uh, horror movie that's got like the 
crazy uh, um, twist at the end where none of it happened <laughs> or or all of it happened, but it was all her the whole time. And it's just such a great right. female driven slasher with this weird it just from a writing perspective. It's I remember watching it the first time in the theater and it, it kind of just blew my mind what you could do by changing perspective like that. And then I had to see it five more times to go back and see if it all lined up. Cause I was like, there's no way. Cause it's like, it's like, watch, I'm okay. Plot spoiler. It's like watching fight club, you yeah. know? Um, but in this case, this, the, the killer, the slasher villain is all in one of the girl's heads and they're right. both so compelling. And it's, a nice kind of rural side of France that's rougher that you don't normally see in, a, you know, American movies idealize France so much. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. I love that. I love The Shining. I love Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, first one, I'll, I'll take any time. I don't consider Lost Boys a horror movie, but I absolutely love that freaking movie. You, you know do. I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, it's. I have to hear this. This I need to hear. I mean, it's just so. I don't know. It's more like this weird coming of age movie kind of for me. I guess it it is technically horror. It just feels so soft. But but so I love the Frog Brothers. Like I've seen Lost Boys hundreds of times. One summer, my friends and I, <laughs> when we we're twelve or thirteen years old, I, I was born in Zimbabwe. I moved here when I was nine. And oh, wow. um, or to California, like Central California, and and uh, I lived in this weird little cul-de-sac straight out of a you know Spielberg movie kind of, and and in suburbia. And my friend across the street, his dad was a VHS enthusiast, man, and that guy got us so many awesome horror movies, and he also got Lost Boys. He clearly had a crush on on someone in this this movie. But we we watched this thing probably a hundred times in a month, kind of thing. I mean, just over and over and over again, and we just became obsessed with the Frog Brothers. And I think you can really see that in this movie. Yeah, that was going to be my yes. next question. <laughs> Is yeah. that where you got your inspiration for the movie? Was from the Frog Brothers? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just, I just whenever I watched the movie, everybody was obsessed with Kiefer Sutherland's character. You know, obviously. Jason Patrick was the heartthrob, you know, but, but, and, and no, Corey, but I was always like, what about those frog brother guys, man? That's who I would be in them, you know? And I, I kind of prefer one thing I really love that, that I'm trying to do with horror and horror comedy is to put the, the weirder kind of third tier characters that you would see in the eighties movies as the leads. Cause they're so much more interesting. You yep. know what I mean? Like, I don't want to know what the, you know, the, the cool kid who moved in from the big city is doing in the small town. I want to know what the, you know, like the creepy sheriff is doing or the, the security guard in Hawk's case, you know, and and kind of see that it's just more, more compelling. And then as a, as a performer, you can play like a bigger character and kind of, you know, chew on some scenery a bit, which is super fun. You know? Definitely. Definitely. Um, so how did you get involved in this particular project? Uh, so this 
this this movie was a more serious kind of um, domestic terrorism uh, thriller. So so I mean, you've both seen the movie. So if you could imagine, and and this may be a plot spoiler, but but imagine the people who thinks who who Hawk thinks are vampires. Oh, okay. In, in the original version, um, and and this is a pretty different script but but this one one bit remains where where a guy who's like super law and order kind of veteran and and um uh misidentifies people right so in in hawk's case you know he sees certain people and he thinks they're vampires invading the the warehouse complex in the earlier drafts it was like this really serious arlington road type thing and i was like trying to trying to i've tried to get so many movies made in la over the last 25 years and then finally i just gave up and i was like i'm gonna i'm in a i love this one thing of this idiot misidentifying things and I'm just going to just go run amok for like a few months and and turn it into uh, just a great vampire movie because I know I can do that with a low budget, you know, and mm-hmm. and and I'm going to have as much fun with that. And then after one or two drafts, I was like, OK, I'm now going to put in every bit of 80s like cheesy trivia that I love. And yeah. I want that all in there. I want all the action taglines and the homages to everything because we're going to make this thing basically for nothing. I'm going to struggle to make it. It's going to yeah. take years. I want to love this thing. <laughs> like I want to show up on the set and have a great time. I'm going to find people who really get it and want to do the same thing. And then, you know, because it's the stuff that I love, whether it's good or bad at the end of the process, I'm going to get to edit a bunch of stuff that I wrote that I actually like. It's not cynical at all for me. And so at the minimum, I'll have something I really enjoyed as an experience because I've done other stuff and I, you know, didn't always enjoy the the process. It was a, it was a pain sometimes and stuff's just dark or, yeah. you know, um, it's not that fun to work on. Whereas this thing was, I mean, there, there there's 30 minutes of jokes we left on the floor just so that people wouldn't fall asleep. You know? I, I mean, I mean, especially with the, the outtakes at the end, you could definitely tell you guys had a good time with that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The outtakes are fun. yeah. The outtakes so, are fun. so we, so I ended up making a movie with, with, you know, basically with every, all my friends, like the, Audrey Haworth and David Rickabaugh, who are a couple, who are the production designer and the and art director, did all the gore and, and all the, the art direction completely in the film. And, and I, I mean, I've known them for 20 years. My wife has known them for 30. And, and uh, they're huge uh, horror enthusiasts. And, and a lot of the actors are all um, improv performers from the improv from the independent comedy scene here in LA. So there's some really oh, okay. cool <laughs> kind of uh, upright citizens brigade and groundlings theaters. There's these two really cool improv theaters here in LA and they're kind of the opposite of what the industry is usually known for. They're really like down home. The people there are all about the work and there's just some amazingly talented, funny people who look and sound like real people there. 
And mm -hmm. so I'd been doing that for about five years before we made this movie. So there were just amazing people who all wanted to be in, in the thing. And that's how we, we, we made the movie, you know, with those folks. And it was awesome because, you know, I think the script's probably 90% word perfect in the movie, but there's some key uh, laughs that are just completely because someone improv some crazy ass line you know and and that kind of stuff just and 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 that that kind of that kind of feeling was what the feeling was on set so like you know mm -hmm. i'm playing hawk he's obviously kind of a buffoon so mm -hmm. <laughs> he's kind of bad on purpose a little bit you know and so you know people we, we had a very open set where people could kind of give direction right back at me while I was playing the guy and be like, why don't you say this alt line instead? And I had a lot of alt lines for everyone. And we just had a really fun time. And it's by far the most fun I've had on a thing. Yeah, it sounds like it was a very organic process where, you know, that it was like everybody. Now, Ari, did you know him before? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so I, uh, he was in my first feature the truth. He played like a little small role. And then he, he and I were in a, in a, uh, another really low budget movie called Elijah's ashes. And we played opposite each other in that, which mm -hmm. is kind of like a, a dark dramedy kind of thing. It's a comedy about homophobia. Okay. And, uh, I I'm married to Ari's sister. So I've known him for years yeah. <laughs> and we're like brother-in-laws and um and yeah. we were, we're part of a two-man improv team yeah. for for a while so we we are uh we're so comfortable improvising or just just batting dialogue i mean he's also just a extremely talented guy i mean he also uh co-composed all the music which is yes. a huge wow, i saw that of, yeah. yeah, I did see that too. We'll get, yeah, we'll definitely get to the music. Um, yeah, I did see that, but you could tell that you guys were, you know, had great chemistry together. So I figured that you must have known each other before the movie, but you know each other well, so that's even even better. Yeah, and and Jana Savage, who plays Theo, I mean her her husband is Ari's best friend and one of my good friends. So we, I mean, we, we've known all these folks for years. Yeah. Guy who plays Jasper, I've known since my very first like baby actor acting class. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like idolize that guy. That guy was the best actor I've, I, I'd ever seen, you know? And, and I was able to get him in a movie, which is amazing. Richard Gaylor, you know? Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Uh, so um, what we well, mentioned the music, so let's go there. One of the things that stood out for me, just because I've been a musician and a singer my whole life, uh, was the music and um, some of the, uh, the, the I mean, I, I had any of it before. So do you, I know, you know, ours not here to, to talk about it, but where, where did um, he collect the music from? Because it's just such a great soundtrack. So about 60% of it's original. So all of the Western stuff and the John Carpenter-esque uh, synth stuff, and then the Hawk and Ref theme song. And there's like a, uh, a Lost Boys stake me through the heart 80s, like love, love uh, song. That's all 
Ari Schneider and Robbie Elfman, childhood friends. They've been playing music with Aww. each other since they're in uh, uh, Hebrew school as like seven-year seven-year-old boys. They've just been playing music together. It's just <laughs> hilarious. And and I mean they they did all of that. They're they're big movie nerds and big music nerds. So yeah, yeah. I mean Ari is an incredibly talented actor, and then like his hobby has been playing music his whole his whole life basically. Yeah. And then, and then the other forty percent is from Artlist, which is this awesome. Uh, it's Artlist.io. It's an amazing music licensing site. Okay. That there's all these um, just incredible artists, and it's it's not really stock music because they're like they're real albums and stuff, and you can license stuff for indie films like pretty affordably, and that allowed us to get this kind of more diverse feel. Like, I mean, some of that stuff in the slow motion walking stuff which is hilarious and over the top it's almost like a beyonce track or something you know <laughs> which is so just so corny but but uh um yeah that they they got a lot of that kind of stuff in there too and um but i think i think my favorite stuff is their original stuff but but it was like like we just needed to kind of you know edgar wright does this thing in some places where we'll just kind of throw it a little little left turn here or there with the music and it'll just kind of juxtapose yep. as like a negative and and that that's what we really wanted to do with some of that stuff yeah, yeah. i was definitely popping along with the soundtrack <laughs> nice were you singing on the hawk and rev theme I, oh thank all of the gods i was not because <laughs> one thing i cannot do is sing or play any music so no that was just uh ari and and uh and Robbie, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think even some of that choral stuff is them, which is just blows my mind every time I hear it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's good stuff. I love the idea of Ari's character as a as a vegan pacifist. <laughs> that was just great. I mean, where did you guys come up with that idea? <laughs> well, I, like I knew Hawk, I wanted to be this Law and Order, you know, kind of ex-military guy i mean he, he also plays with that identity a little bit you know one second yeah. he's a libertarian the next second he's a socialist you know he, he's he like he's a very uh flexible uh ideology type guy but he's kind of gruff and i just wanted to get the exact opposite and then jam those two people together and it just just was so funny to me that obviously Hawk would just rip anybody's head off if he got the chance. But like if he actually has no friends and the one friend who will go and do this with him is a guy who will not let him do that, I think is just so funny as a barrier, you know. Um, I've also vegan known some vegan pacifists. Pacifist, so. Pacifist, yeah. I was like, wait a second. Is this a vampire slayer movie? <laughs> <laughs> and that was the point <laughs> yeah i i know a bunch of vegans i don't know if they're pacifists but i know a bunch of vegans I, I mean i know some really angry vegans so. <laughs> yeah i do too <laughs> i think that's another movie that's another movie right there <laughs> that's funny um, any future projects that you're working on yeah, um, I'm kind of in the final stages of the edit of this film called Listen Carefully, which is uh, 
It's a little different tone. It's kind of like Jacob's Ladder, but for new parents. And there's like all kinds of supernatural kind of mind bendy stuff in there with this new dad who gets left with his his three month old infant for the first time. And basically the plot is that somebody uh, uh, comes and steals his infant and starts communicating with him through the this baby monitor. That's this really cute, sarcastic looking little owl and uh, starts trying to extort money from him. And he's he's an assistant bank manager and has been kind of kind of crooked because he's feeling a lot of financial anxiety to take care of his family and all this stuff. And and this person clearly knows that and holds it over his head. And he just goes through this like night from hell while his wife is out having fun with her friends and there's a bunch of mind bendy supernatural stuff in there. So it, it's a, it's a buffet of psychological horror, I would say, which is pretty awesome. Yum. There is some comedy, but it's a lot meaner and darker, almost like funny games kind of, which is pretty <laughs> fun. Uh, it was another really super duper low budget uh, film. Um, Ari definitely worked on it and it was the same cast of characters really. Oh, good yeah 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 so we're hoping that thing will be scored and mixed and out on the horror festival circuit later this fall great yeah yeah it's a diff- little different side of our our group there it's a little little edgier <laughs> if there is a horror festival circuit if it picks yeah. up again yeah, yeah exactly true. Yeah, nice. after after this lockdown i mean this thing is just just destroyed the, all the festivals yeah. crazy man yeah. yeah i know they're starting to pick up on conventions again yeah, yeah. so hopefully Which i miss yeah. so much hawk and, <laughs> hawk and rev played uh phoenix fear con and they oh. did uh they tried to do uh a totally online one and they ended up screening more movies because they're able to do it digitally but I yeah mean, every single you know speaker or whatever was all like a zoom so it was it was, was strange but apparently a lot of people like I, I got a lot of stuff online from people who saw it there which was really kind of cool yeah it must be very difficult to be a, a filmmaker in, in this environment with you know with covid and everything so hopefully it's starting to move back to a normal fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I can't imagine how, I mean, I know there's giant budget things shooting and they're, they're, Mm -hmm. you know, have people in hazmat suits and they're flying to New Zealand and doing all this stuff, but I can't imagine what it would be like to shoot a movie like Hawk and Rev with, you know, a crew of six people and a small cast and, I just, I mean, I don't know how we would keep everyone safe, uh, but I think once everyone's vaccinated, it should be pretty good. Yeah. Trying to get mine now. (laughs) Yeah. Second one tomorrow. (laughs) So that is awesome. Good job. Yeah, it's a year anniversary that that the lockdown happened. Yeah. I think like I think it was the other day or something, or it's like today or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pulled, I remember, yeah, pulling my kids out of school on March 9th. And I think it was that Monday, March 9th. And I remember going like, I think I'm going to, 
I'm going to go get the kids from school. And I don't think they're going to go back for a little bit till this, this stuff sorts itself out. Oh, yeah. it, it won't be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally wild. So, so Hawk and Rev was supposed to uh, have its world festival premiere at Fanaspoa, which is this awesome uh, horror festival in Brazil. It's like the largest oh, wow. film festival in Latin America, like fifth largest one in uh, horror worldwide. And 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 we were going to play twice and like play in this theater and do all this cool stuff. And I mean, if if, if you get selected there, the, the festival organizer really try to pressure you to get this cool tattoo of like the Fanaspoa Society eyeball on your arm and everything. And oh, wow. Like, Gung ho, we are gonna do it, and and then nope, that that did not happen. We we ended up doing a an online premiere with this Dances with Films festival, which is amazing, but not a horror festival at all. It's like a legit like indie drama, and this was the first time they did a midnight section. So we were their opening night midnight film, and ten days later their closing night midnight film, and I I you know did the Q and a from my office, just right where I am right here, right where I had edited the movie. And it was, it was so bizarre because I knew there were a couple thousand people who had watched the movie. And because they told me a lot of people bought tickets because it's, it's was the first time they'd had like a midnight section in LA and um, they were promoting a lot. And, but it was just bizarre because I could not see anybody. And I just was like, talking to myself it's <laughs> like am i imagining this what's going on here and that must be tough too uh because you know when you create a piece of art you want to see people's reaction to it especially comedy you want to sit in a room with them and have everybody laugh like yeah. i was imagining all these people going sitting on their their sofas going like am i supposed to laugh at that like when, <laughs> when do i have permission to start laughing at all this wrong stuff they're saying there's a lot of wrong stuff yeah 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 who's distributing your movie uh in north america freestyle uh digital media is doing it they're uh they're they're pretty cool they i mean they're they're bigger than we were hoping we would get to be brutally honest Um, that and I think it was because we we got a lot of looks on the on the you know at the ten festivals that we play and there's a lot of social media and they are kind of looking to do they already do some horror but they were trying to branch into horror comedy because it's there's just not a lot of that kind of product. No, like the last one that that came out, which I don't know if you qualify it as horror comedy, was uh. PG PG Psycho Gorman and it was. Did you see it? I did not I see it. Oh my god! Title, it's come. It actually is coming out on DVD. Um, I think the same day as as you guys are, but but not not on. I don't think on on demand. I think I'm not sure. It might be, but yeah. it was hysterical. Nice. It's about like a demon that that like comes and like a little kid finds the stone to uh, control him, and she's having him do all this stuff and like he becomes nice. like I don't know he becomes like like really nice in the end. Oh, I love it! I love it. it it's turning. real. It, 
yeah, it, it, conventions and everything. Yeah, that's awesome. It was on on demand already, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's just coming out on DVD now, I think. That's awesome. I mean, we we went out to mad people. I mean, I I really just was hoping we would end up on Shutter, and that would just be it. <laughs> I was, that's what I was actually gonna say. I I can see you guys being on Shutter. Where I, I, think... I know they're they're pushing that after this first kind of on demand yeah. uh, window or time. We'll see. I mean, I, I was on there last night. Um, I saw VFW. I don't know if you guys have seen that thing. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but people keep telling me to watch it. <laughs> it's pretty damn funny. And I mean, they just start out with some heavy gore right away. Like no yeah. messing about. Feels like hobo with a shotgun kind of 80s. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Could have been funnier. I like if I had made it, I think it would just be funnier. <laughs> uh, uh, just a, just slightly more. I don't know. I'm obsessed with trying to put like a slight positive spin on horror over and over again, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah Our know. other co host, Hansi, it was on her uh, top 10 of uh, 2020 list. So yeah. the cast I know is what was good. I mean, they had like crazy big actors in that thing. I don't know how the heck. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. I saw that. And I was hoping that I can help you with Shudder, but because um, the magazine I write for Horoscope, which I am going to be writing a review of your movie for oh, as fantastic. well. Awesome. It's going to go on the website. It's, it's Horoscope. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, look, yeah, out, look out for that. Yeah. It yeah. might make the magazine too, but it won't be for a while. Yeah. Because our next issue is already in is ready in the process of printing. Got it. And number four is not coming out till like Halloween. Awesome. But Perfect. the web, but the web, but the website always needs content. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that it'll go on the it'll go on the website. I think it's just horoscope.com. I'll totally uh, tag that. And... Yeah, because we we always need content for the website. Yeah. Yeah, and I already I, told my editor that I'm doing this, and he's like, he's like, hey, write a review of the movie for me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, every single thing helps. I mean, one of the things I really love about doing, well, specifically horror film festivals, not the hybrid ones that are kind of all genres, but horror film festivals mm -hmm. are just so cool as a filmmaker to, because you're like connecting with like diehard fans. Yeah, and cons. Yeah, totally. And I mean, the, these these are like legit people who love love this very specific genre, which mm -hmm. is so amazing. And 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 it, it is wild that like one or two people will, you know, write social media about your film and then suddenly hundreds of other people know about your film. And yeah. And in I don't know, like you know, it's so hard so to get hard. anybody to watch a feature film anymore. Mm -hmm. But but um, but as like an actual fan and aficionado of horror and comedy myself, I just absolutely love it. And, you know, it's so cool to connect with the people who are actually watching it as opposed to just randomly kind of throwing it up on things and then hoping you know everybody watches it which is just seems I like the love it to death yeah like, yeah, I like that, that kind of surgical like approach which i i'm i'm a little worried with you know freestyles putting it out wide everywhere 
but I, I do feel like if all we did was shutter and like arrow video, we would be, mm-hmm. we'd be good to go, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, we're, arrow's we're, a good, a good one though. Yeah. And they're UK, right? So we're, we're still available yeah. in UK and, and I know our, our, our international folks are trying to so get trying them. To and I, I love their, their stuff. The, the guy who made our poster is this guy, Tom Hodge. Uh, he's called the Dude Designs. He's a British, he's a British. Um, you know, kind of B-movie poster designer. And he did the ones for Wolf Cop. And like, I, I, I love Wolf Cop. I love Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop is so good. It's on my top 10 werewolf movies. I'm, I've been working on an article on that. So funny. I did a vampire one already. Unfortunately, really? your movie wasn't out. So oh. <laughs> I didn't know about it. So <laughs> it would have well, made it though. My, my next film is definitely going to be my, the, the next thing I make after this is going to be a werewolf uh, horror comedy. Cool. Uh, with with a full-on creature suit. I want to actually see the metamorphosis awesome. done really badly and funny and gory <laughs> and like just really have another, you know, all-American dumbass character that I'll play as well and just kind of, I just... You ever see Bubba, uh, what is it, Bubba? Bubba Hotep. No, not Bubba Hotap. Um, Bubba the Redneck Vamp Werewolf. No. <laughs> it's on Tubi. Oh, I'm definitely gonna see that. So, what it's do you good. guys think of Tubi and like and Pluto and these these ad driven ones? I don't use Pluto, but I use Tubi like crazy. Yeah, a lot of people love are using Tubi. Tubi, right? Yeah, love Tubi. Okay, so the big question, will Hawk and Rev return to fight other types of creatures? Yes. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Awesome. And, and you saw that ending. Yes. You know, there's a little bit of a twist there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's going to get kind of kind of really amplified in the next one. Yeah, so Rev. There, there'll be a little bit of supernatural on that team. And then uh, uh, we're going to kind of play with a similar ending so that part three, they're both a little supernatural and still fighting the supernatural, which I think will will just be absolutely murderously hilarious. Is it written? Is it trilogy? Is it written? Uh, some of it, yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, yeah. I yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. look forward to that. I mean, I mean the, the, the thing is like – it's people have responded to the, the silly nature of it. And like the, I guess the, the image of it all and the trailer and the tone and everything. I'm like, we, we'd be, we would be dum-dums if we didn't continue to push this out. Cause I think folks actually need a laugh, man. They want to yeah. laugh. Especially now. I posted the red band, the, the red band trailer on the nice. Facebook page. Hell yeah. I said we're interviewing you guys tonight. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, we're there uh, is I'm, a uh, there was a festival that there's a festival that uh Joe Bob Briggs is doing, a film festival oh. in Pennsylvania. I know he's doing submissions for it. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. I love that guy. Yeah. That guy I is love him awesome. Yeah. My friend Han- Hansi is a who is on the show also. But she was busy this week. But she is a filmmaker. She did a documentary on uh, Joe Lansdale. 
Okay, very cool. And she submitted a couple couple films to it. That is awesome. Is it is it yeah. going to be online or do you think it'll be? No, it's it's live. It's going to be live. Nice. It's the summer. Yes. So, uh, the Fanisboa people are going to replay Hawk when Hawk and Rev once Ooh. once we actually can can go there and they have a live festival, which would be amazing. Apple. That's great. Yeah. And I'll end up There's with also a Texas Frightmare. Yeah, I, 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 I put it in for Texas Frightmare. Yes, um, I'm going. Awesome. It, you, you know, it's interesting. I got a lot of uh, uh, festival programmers emailing me saying we love the film, but this year we're not. It's, it's like too funny, you know, or, or we've got another horror comedy. So we kind of it's it's almost like there's one slot for a horror comedy feature and <laughs> We either get it or someone else does. I don't know who the other person is because we did NOLA uh, Horror Film Festival, which which that that is a great one, man. That that Southern audience. So that was the one digital screening we did where they enabled the chat room on the side. So people were watching it and chatting from all over the South. And that was hilarious because... I mean, they were getting the jokes, making fun of the jokes, uh, all of the above, trashing us, trashing the movie, <laughs> trashing each other. They clearly, like, one guy had started a drinking game. I mean, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is a positive thing that's come out of this digital screening thing, you know? <laughs> Take a drink every time the secret steak shows up. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Hawk says something stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, too too much. Yeah. It's kind of like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I can't believe they didn't make a sequel. That's just criminal. No, that's disappointing. But unfortunately, Alan Tudyk is too busy being like like the national treasure that he is. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Tylo Labine is is hilarious he's hilarious but he doesn't do that much unfortunately but yeah yeah he's amazing he's just as amazing as alan tudyk but so yeah. if, you, if you could have any actor in one of your films like what one you get one actor he'll def he or she will definitely do it who would it be bruce campbell oh bruce, bruce campbell, campbell. he's Never. the man yeah. Oh my God. Like I love him. I remember watching Evil Dead Two as a kid. Me too. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, me too. And then you know, Army of Darkness. I mean, and then I just love that guy. I I think he just you know, um, I my fantasy is in part two and part three. There are a bunch of really cool horror icons like him or Robert England all come in, even if it's just a day, even if it's yeah, just an right. hour, yeah. just yeah. to kind of give it, but like the greatest hits of it, dude. So yep. then I could die in peace. I'll just be He's a nice guy like, too. I won't have to do another thing. Man. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Yeah. Is I was he? on his game show. Oh, yeah, I met awesome. him like, I've met him a bunch of times. He's been out to Boston a bunch of times, but yeah. I went. I got to be on his game show. He did it in Boston, and 
I didn't I didn't win because <laughs> there were two guys and they like yeah he actually had a button that you smash and yeah. they smashed it too quick. I wasn't as quick, so that's not cool. <laughs> he gave me two dollars. <laughs> I wrote on them Bruce Bucks and now and I, and I kept them. That's fantastic. I mean, he told crazy... me. Oh, go ahead. He told me I did good, kid. He's like, Aww. you did good, kid. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, he's... the crazy thing is, is he like he produced those those first two Evil Deads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, like he he was. He was humping sandbags around and feeding people and then going and standing in front of the camera. I mean, that guy's diehard, man. That's yep. That's legit. I mean, that's the crap I do, but everybody calls me an idiot for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to know someone else did it. Just tell yeah, me. Pre- you're going to be like Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh, man. He's from, producing from the fourth one now. To the angel's ears. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's funny... You know, because I live in L.A., I do run into talent manager types and they 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 never work with me ever because like, what are they going to do with a, with me? You know what I mean? So uh, uh, they always say, well, wh- whose career do you would you have if you could have any career? I'm like, well, Bruce Campbell, of course. I mean, look, look at what this guy does. And they're like, who? And I'm like, oh, you're out of here. Like, I, I'm not even going to. It's like the guy with the chin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The matinee uh, movie star idol looking guy who was in some of the best horror comedy ever. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the man with the chin. It's like. Uh, inspirations? Besides Bruce Campbell? In general or, or for this film? In general. In general, um, you know, uh, current inspiration, Taika Waititi, that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, he's, I mean, what we do in the shadows. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. Like, I can watch that a hundred times. It's so good. It's hilarious. That is my favorite show. Like. And movie. Oh, (laughs) Uh, hopefully they make a werewolf movie like oh we're, well, they're supposed to be too. they are right yeah, yeah they're supposed to and yeah, and hunt for the wilder people this i mean not a not a horror but but a great movie hunt yeah. for the but he's doing people. the next four movie yeah, yeah. I mean, does that you know but yeah um, that that's nuts i mean that that is but, wild. I don't know how. He but did. he did such a great job with the with Ragnarok. Such a good job. That movie is hilarious. Yes. It is so much better than all those other movies. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a huge Marvel fan too. So. Yeah, I uh, I I love James Gunn. I'm a big Slither fan. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Super. I love Super. Super is just demented you know with rain wilson and uh ellen page i i love that movie nathan fillion's in that too isn't he yeah yeah exactly Kevin okay so yeah i love nathan fillion yeah i'm a buffy yeah. firefly fan so oh yeah firefly epic epic uh modern horror i mean i i uh i i love 
I love stuff like VFW. I love stuff like Hobo with a Shotgun. I like things that are a bit campier. Yeah. You know, I'll 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 definitely watch the more you know quote unquote elevated stuff, but I just feel like that's it's um it's not a hundred percent my my vibe. You know, like I I love Midsommar. I watched it a couple times. I thought it was incredible, and I was like, I that's not my I would never make anything like that because I want to have fun. Yeah, too bad. Yeah, it's too weird. I mean, I own the director's cut of it, but I look behind me because I have like a whole shelf of horror, horror movies. So that's <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, and I'm a big Kubrick fan. I mean, he's like a lot of the. So one of the ways that I am able to act in the movies and also direct is I storyboard like a obsessive crazy person. Um, and I, I love a lot of that center framing that he does and that kind of wider screen. So I try to do a lot of that in Hawk and Rav and then also pick these really kind of like, instead of just shooting a close up, like, and and over the shoulder, we'd shoot like a close up from between the actors and then shoot the side profile and then intercut those to kind of make it more, you know, graphic, like a graphic novel or something like that. So I, I really kind of like that. And I like pushing that for the for the horror comedy because it kind of makes it feel a little more more graphic novel-y yeah. without it being like too colorful. And, it did know. have that vibe, the graphic, definitely had that graphic novel type of vibe. I did, I did see yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I, I love uh, Edgar Wright. I love Shaun of the Dead. I love Hot Fuzz. Was, Hot Fuzz is yeah. like, hilarious. I love the whole trilogy. Dude, yeah. they're, they're, they can do no wrong, I feel. Uh, no. There could have been 20 sequels to all of those movies. They're <laughs> hilarious. The worlds are so good. And and a big big influence on me is like British humor, period. That's kind of oh, where yeah. that darker, more sarcastic. Yeah, I grew up uh, on themselves. Yeah. That, I mean, I grew up with Monty Python and like Faulty Towers and just that kind of like, Edgy. Black Adder. Yeah. Dry, exactly. dry, yeah. Dry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of my family's English because I was born in Zimbabwe. So, you know, we're all kind of European uh, refugees after the war. So, um, yeah. But, but that's pretty much what I grew up with that, that rough sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. I'm a European mutt. <laughs> yeah. Same, 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 same. And, and I, I love that sense of humor. Um, just because it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little meaner. It's a little more challenging. Pushes the buttons a little more, and uh, I, I like putting that into my stuff because I feel like it's a little different than the the American stuff, you know. And I love to get put a little politics in there in each character, just so it all kind of, it just creates more conflict in this really funny way. And I, I, I'm kind of, you know, just a middle of the road dude anyway. But I, I like to kind of see all that stuff kind of play and. And and then have people come out of the side okay with each other. You know, it's just like it never happens these days. <laughs> yeah, people are way too serious, man. I mean, yeah. th- hopefully this movie will lighten some people up. I mean, yeah. that's, that's we, really, the goal. we really need some good laughter right now, especially yeah. with what's happening in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really do politics. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to stay away from it. 
I mean, you can't avoid it, but I, I try and stay away from it if I can. It's like a race to the bottom. <laughs> you know, it's just like pretty much. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you can kind of make fun of both sides comedically and put that in a movie, <laughs> that's pretty funny. That works. Like, like a, a horror comedy like Fight Club. <laughs> oh, I do love David Fincher. You wouldn't know it by seeing anything I've ever made, but I, I love that guy's work. I think I think he's a meticulous modern master. Uh, Mindhunter yeah. is just insane. So cool. Like those interviews oh, yeah. with the serial killers. Wow. Wow. That's scary stuff. What do you think more intense horror stuff like body horror and things like that? I mean, I, I saw a lot of Cronenberg stuff when I was a kid. So I, 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 I do like the body horror stuff. Uh, friend of mine who grew up down the street in Carpinteria, California, uh, his older brother was a horror effects like nerd hardcore in high school. And so that was all he ever watched. And um, I think I may have OD'd on, and then also been a guinea pig for quite a lot of the effects stuff he did. Um, <laughs> so but I, I, I like the body horror thing. I, I, I actually was working on a sci-fi project for a while um, that I wanted to put uh, inject a lot of body horror into. I just couldn't figure out how to make it kind of funny as well and not really depressing. Yeah. Um, but I, I love Cronenberg's use of body horror. I think it's just oh, yeah. wild and like sterile and just... Oh, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But my favorite mm -hmm. gore, obviously, is over the top, silly. You know, like if if I could throw limbs uh, every which way, that's my. You did. <laughs> you did. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> There's something really just weird about the body. And then if there's some transformational stuff, like we were talking about werewolves, I mean, that's so weird. Yeah. To think about it, if you actually saw that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you had any like nervous coping mechanism with humor in your, in any of your bones in your body, you'd be forced to joke about it. Yeah. in the moment because it's just so awkward yeah, yeah. like um okay um yeah i'll be going now see you <laughs> uh, especially if the person who is turning into it is like <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know how i'd react because it's like i i love horror and i could watch the goriest bloodiest thing in the world but it's like i can't stand needles and <laughs> I can't right. even look at my blood or anything when they take blood. I actually passed out once when I cut myself and saw my real blood. <laughs> so I don't know how I'd handle it. <laughs> Is it because it's it's too real? Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared yeah. of the dark. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, like, I'm I'm pretty uh I'm I'm pretty 
wimpy in real life, but like love yeah. all of that stuff. I'm like, you know, a dad and like pretty, pretty soft. But but in movies, I know it's it's not real. It's like and it's and it's almost like the paintbrushes, like you're adding your attention and. I don't know. It's it's a pretty cool thing. You can kind of play with the audience. I love that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Hitchcock was a big. Yeah. I mean, I'm a cat mom. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a I lot locked. of rescue cats at our house. A lot. Oh, I have one. I have a little black cat, but I locked her out because <laughs> she's very loud. She's very loud. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. We're all about the rescue cats at our house. Yeah, I rescued mine. Yeah. We've had lots of ca Willow cameos. <laughs> yes, yes. Willow has been, well, she, she's our little, uh, she's uh, she's part of the Scream Sisters. Yeah, she's uh, the fourth unofficial Scream Sister. That's awesome. I yes. feel like cats are, are a naturally uh, horror-friendly animal. Yeah, far more, far particularly more a black cat. <laughs> particularly a black cat yeah 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 we're, sort of, we're sort of coming to the end of our time here so um we should probably talk about where we can where where uh, everyone can see your movie in the next next week right yeah for sure um right now between now and uh uh the 16th um you can yeah, sorry, the 18th. Um, so it comes out Tuesday, the 18th. Uh, right now, you can pre-order on iTunes if anyone still does that. Um, and then on the 18th, it's going to be available, you know, iTunes, Amazon, Voodoo, Google Play, YouTube Movies, a lot of the AT&T, U-verse cable stuff, Verizon, Direct TV and Dish, basically anywhere behind a paywall in North America, you will find it. There's a DVD too. Yeah, DVD and Blu-ray are coming out. I think that day, if not maybe a day or two uh, later. Um, okay, all right. So I'll just get it on DVD. Yeah, so you can go to hawkandrev.com, and we'll have all of the all of that information and the links and everything will be there. And also, if you go up there uh, to the website right now, you can uh, hit the button and sign up for a, a free high-res digital version of the poster, which is a really awesome poster. And, and the high-res version is incredible. And um, uh, the Dude Designs has actually signed the artwork on there and everything. It's got the, that awesome title that was made for us by uh, Jared Hageman, who did the stuff for Kung Fury. He did oh. all those those Chrome titles and all that stuff. Which, like, I but mean, I want to print out of it. Yeah. Well. Well. So. Um, yeah. I mean, we we will have some posters and stuff probably about a month after release. Um, okay. And probably, I mean, you know, I don't know if people really want big ones anymore, right? Most people just want. Like, I do. I'm hanging posters okay. up in my studio. Yes, he does. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm I'm hanging up posters in my studio, and that's Sweet. my you know. Well, we'll get you one. 
We'll get you one. But I mean, folks, folks can definitely go on there. And then if they if they give us their email address and tell us what their favorite horror comedy movie is, we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll send I did them that. Free poster. Yeah, I saw that. I saw it. And, and you can also uh, click there and sign up for to be on this list. And we're going to do like a, you know, kind of like a watch party where it might be through Film Threat, which is that really cool critics organization. Um, but we may also just do one through Eventif just for folks who have who have, you know, signed up and and have some of the cast and crew. And we'll probably do that like a month or two after the release. Oh, that sounds great. I'm going to have yeah, to. Yeah, I think it'll be fun because we can't do any kind of premiere or anything. So this way people, you know, from all over the country can kind of watch the movie with us. And some of the cast hasn't seen the full final cut. And uh. you know, yeah, exactly. So it could be really cool. And then. Okay. And I'll, I'll post lucky, that. We'll get some guests there. We'll see. We'll see. And I'll post that as a reminder. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Thank you guys. You have so my email address. Yeah. I do. I do. I'm gonna make sure you get a, a full size poster. I'm getting cool. one for back there. So. Yeah, well, that's what I wanna do. I have room right right Let's here. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I'll send it to you. I have room all over this room. <laughs> Well, I have some posters, but I have room all over this room in my apartment. I'm like redoing my whole apartment because I'm getting divorced and my husband left. And <laughs> now you can put up what you want on the walls, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for being with us today tonight. It was it was yes. a lot of it was a lot awesome. of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Awesome. Yes, Thanks, thank guys. you so much. Appreciate and it. We'll yeah, see you on was... the next movie, hopefully, you know. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. definitely. You're welcome to come back for the next movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for and... doing what you guys do. It's awesome. I love oh, it. Oh, Great. thank you. We yeah, I we we enjoy doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Definitely. I mean, I'll talk about horror and comedy all day long. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. Awesome. And... All right, guys. Take care. Okay, and this is Misty signing off from Scream Sisters of the Darkening Network. And everybody keep on horroring. <laughs> That's a new saying. <laughs>